Shit, man. Day after Thanksgiving, we, we've been uh, working off a backlog. So like these come out like a week after we record them now because we've recorded like seven in a week, I think, yeah. or something like yeah. that. And then like so then it's like uh, before I before we start, though, I do have to say something because I don't want to wait like three weeks to fucking talk about this. This new it's not kind of doesn't really have anything to do with today's episode, but there's a new variant that just dropped. Um, and I think we have to. Yeah, it's pretty fucking sick. It's actually I think they're calling it the new NU, like new metal. So it's, it's the same. It's yeah. the same virus, but it has a, a DJ that wears a Burton shirt, Burton snowboard shirt. <laughs> it's it all. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Tips, dude. yeah. It's the incubus DJ with the dreads. That's what yeah. makes it different. Yeah. <laughs> I love exactly. how so many of those bands had like a nonsense like table, like, uh, you know, scratch man or whatever. Yeah. Like Deftones was actually a good band, you know, Mm -hmm. or I think they had some records. But by the third album, I think they were trying to signal something. But they had this guy, this DJ all of a sudden. And no, I can't for the because all the fucking electronic sounds were synths. They definitely weren't turntables. That's that's why you got all these like noise music uh, table nerds Mm -hmm. now Uh the last decade because they're kids who like grew up like seeing snip slip on TV like just unconsciously so I think that shit is hot like having a table it's always the table that's always the table yeah Slipknot especially the first album there's the the final track Eeyore that Mm -hmm. shit is a noise song Zach I bet it is. You, it's you, like you know, you know, sports metal better than me. Yeah, man. I do. You, you sports know. metal, yes. <laughs> like, That's exactly what it is. No, X Games, really like ESPN metal, or something like. <laughs> I mean, actually like like my favorite band of that time like because i was fucking 12 i was literally the target audience is like a white yeah, sports kid yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. i was i was an, i was incubus guy like oh, I was, yeah. I, they would give him literally every single time the dj the incubus songs all have the same format and they rock dude it starts out with some weird eclectic like space yeah. guitar and it starts and then boom fucking power chords come in and then Ooh. chorus you know verse is where he's kind of rapping and singing chorus comes in rocking and then all of a sudden the dj gets two bars to just yeah. do his little thing in between the thing oh, and then out of time scratching like not even in on time no you know, yeah like horrible tracks from yeah. the song horrible yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't slip not beat on like big things of metal kind of like genocide organ like essentially what's the difference they have three for they have both yeah. two drummers and two percussionists yeah, but, who just like bang on shit yeah 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 so it's like there's that's like yeah that's the thing that's like the noise music new metal new link yeah, yeah, it's making a comeback. I've seen. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's definitely like doing that. It's coming I, around I guess, the sun again. See, I'm a little bit older, so when that shit came out, I was just like, I, I was I thought I was too cool, you know. I was like, yeah, yeah, 
this shit's corny but like in retrospect yeah that's just like generations who were like raised with that as the normal well, it sounds yeah. cool so, still too like if you listen to it it's not cringe like i like i listen to it i'm like it actually kind of still goes like i mean I was, uh, that horrible woodstock documentary that came yeah. out but um they show a bunch of corns performance mm -hmm. those guys <laughs> played balls to the wall awesome. like yeah. every fucking show and I, my dad actually took me to the Family Values tour. Oh, like, nice! The '99 one, so it was like Corn, Limp Biscuit, and then it got like worse from there. Ice Cube, Ice yeah. Cube, that, that one. Ice Cube was always down. It was always yeah. down to be on a rock show. Yeah. Oh yeah. In his book, Prodigy talks about that. He's like Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit got all the bitches. Like, he <laughs> <laughs> was like, "Yo, them white boys got it in." I was like, "Hell yeah." West yeah. Borland, West Borland was cleaning up. Yeah, yeah. Borland was so funny because he used to give <laughs> interviews where he talked shit about his own band. <laughs> I so mean, funny. that's great advertising. I, I remember two thousand one when when he left. Um, mm. Limp did a tryout at Guitar Centers across America. <laughs> they said they were going to get their new guitarist. From guitar oh Center. God! Yeah, the Guitar I mean, Center. <laughs> and some homies wanted to go to the one in Boston. We were like, "Yo, we're gonna, we're going to just like go and." Like, I don't know. Yeah. Fuck yeah. around. But no, nah, like, uh, I, I, I think I had a whole different life. Yeah. They did that shit for like a whole year. And then I think they just hired some like <laughs> crisis actor. They hired a crisis, a crisis actor. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Well, that's what Fred Durst is. That is that's what he is. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Dude, have you seen him now? He looks like fucking. Um, uh, he has, yeah. He's got like an insane, like hipster fucking look about him. Yeah. And, like. <laughs> I don't know if that's fake hair, but I like it's insane when a guy was like buzz cut. You it's know, just like ecstasy burnout riggers from Florida. <laughs> I, I, they can become when they get older. There's like all these characters that yeah. they evolve into. One being the hipster pornographer with a wig. Yo, check this out. I I lived back in the day with this this dude. It was in East New York with this guy who was like a a Florida raver burnout, uh, and he looked just like Fred Durst. Mm -hmm. And if anyone ever told him that, yo, he 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 got like so he'd be like, oh fuck that corny shit. But it was just like, like <laughs> that's such an archetype where it's like, uh, like just this Florida, Florida yeah. burnout type. Fred Durst owned yeah. that. Like he 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 made that shit hot. He did. Yeah. He made that shit like that's some shit. If you were just like the loser, like wigger burnout in the early <laughs> '90s, in the late '90s, like yeah. all of a sudden, like you, you you were getting chicks again, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. That red Yankees hat, dude. That red, the, literally a red Yankees uh, hat exists because of him. It's insane. 100%. Yeah, and uh, funny. so I should I should introduce you guys uh, before we get too far down the uh, new metal rabbit hole here because I I will never climb out of it once I go down there. <laughs> but uh, um, so we have Adam Lair who's been on the show. This is your third time, I believe, on the show, and uh, he brought a friend with them and uh, Zach Davis, right? I got that right. Yes. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And you, and you guys actually had uh, one of my favorite episodes of System of Systems was the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, uh, yeah. Anthony Kiedis biography it's is fave for sure. Subscribe yeah. for that alone. Subscribe for that. And then yeah. you'll stay for the rest of it. But like that's the when you hit subscribe, everybody's when they subscribe on Patreon, everybody has that one. OK, well, I'm going to listen to this one first. My personal suggestion. Yeah. Um, the Anthony Kiedis biography is incredible. I haven't read it, but I, you guys pretty much, I bet you guys summed it up better than me reading it. I, would I mean, it's an amazing book. It is, it's like, it's written with such a profound lack of self awareness <laughs> that it feels like it doesn't even feel like a biography. Or, I don't, I don't even know how to describe this. Yeah. Like, 
Kiedis is so unaware of himself. <laughs> like in his mind, he's like this deep artist, poet guy. But in reality, he's just a fucking dope fiend, <laughs> burnout, rapist wigger sex from wigger. LA. Sex <laughs> a sexual wigger. I believe that's Lindy. Like, yeah. 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 Like Many such cases. Book, the whole book is him just being like, and then when I turned 28, I was playing a show and I saw the prettiest girl there. She was only 16, but I had to have her. Yeah. And then two months later, that girl got me on heroin, yeah. son. Okay. It's not my fault. It, it's like really, it's like almost incel level anti-woman. Even though he gets like mad chicks, it's like he's like, like you said, he gets with these like younger, like vulnerable women. And, and, and then, then blames them. Yeah, and then within like two months, he like he'll be like, we was in the, we were in the shower like some nasty sex shit and he'll be like I looked at her arm and like saw a track mark and like, basically like I you know like I, I hit her like I said fuck you get away from me like not, not literally that's like it's really dark man it's really yeah. like you know yeah. uh, you know I gotta say though that Tommy Lee book is hot too is it good yeah because it's mm. it's real so let's check it it's like. Uh, every other chapter like one chapter is him and then the next chapter is from the point of view of his penis. And, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, it's like really, that's some, it's like Omni cringe and, and, and that's funny. both like, it's, yeah. it, it's, it's really, uh, it's like, uh, it's fucked up. Like he'll be like talking, he'll be like, Oh, this woman, like, it's always about like women ruining their lives with these people. It's like, yeah, yeah but the thing is, this guy's already a decades long junkie. Yeah. And then he gets like two months clean and acts like he's a fucking new age guru. Nice. And, then yeah. that's, that's what and they that's what instantly happens. he gets her back on. He gets her on drugs, mm -hmm. but then blames her for getting him back on drugs. And I'm like, dude, you're the one who's been using heroin for decades. This bitch never used until she met you. You fucking <laughs> nasty motherfucker. Yeah. He's a scapegoat. What can I say? I love the chai peps and they wouldn't be the same. Yeah. Without Anthony. And, and is it safe to say that John Frusciante is the best guitarist of maybe since 1990? I mean, he's my, I mean, there are so many, but he's definitely like my, like personal favorite I would musician. Agree. I'm um, actually not, I'm not even a fan of his style. I just like, I, I respect the, the, the Chili Peppers, like, you know, the all together vibe. Yeah. I watched, you know, as a kid, I watched a lot of MTV, you know? but yeah. I mean, his tone is amazing. Yeah, I mean, that, like, I don't Fender Strat, like um, I don't disrespect. I just kind of I'm really picky about guitarists. You know, what, what about his Electronica album that he randomly came out with? Oh, he played one yesterday that sounded like Kanye. I was like, yo, this is yeah. the new Kanye. That wasn't good, but that, he has that stuff shit now. Was banging. He's no, doing like, for Shania, yeah. yeah, for Shania. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that. I, I read I, his. I, I fuck with like I like how the Chili Peppers are like date rape music, you know? Yeah, like, it's, 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 big it's, time. It's, it's some scary shit. It's some scary shit. But um, <laughs> give it away is literally a song Bruce about Shante rape. Right? Is really like interesting to me because I mean he's in the Chili Peppers, which is like a big corporate rock fan. Mm -hmm. But then his early records sound like Sid Barrett, but like if yeah. Sid Barrett was like a virtuoso guitar player and mm -hmm. Neandro Ladez. Is like one of my favorite albums ever, but I actually like his more recent solo stuff too. That album I was playing, Zach, mm. I call it like I call it recovery rock. 
spiritual yeah like yoga almost that, like it sounds like doing yoga that's why i said it was on some kanye shit it Agreed. Has this, like weird like like like, like cyber uplift. christian vibe yeah it's yeah. It's, it's uplifting yeah. and he writes about god a lot but usually Yo. drug addicts like when they get clean they struggle to make work like they did in the sure. old days i will say this uh when it comes down to it, like John Fushante, like it's better than the Sun City Girls. Like with like that. Under the Bridge. That's like if the Sun City oh. Girls could write like a good like radio pop. See, so I, I love so, the Sun City so Girls. I, 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 get, I get the Chai Peps that. Like they they, they and they like the date rate vibe mixed with that, of course. And then <laughs> I like I, I guess I like Fushante better than like Neil Haggerty or something too. Like I <laughs> like kind of similar. The, the chili peppers are better than the Royal Trucks. So I'll I'll give it that, you know. So I'm not a hater. I just, I'm like, I'm kind of an asshole. That's like all my style. favorite stuff. He just well, took it's, it. Well, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to, had to do it. I had to do it. I mean, you can, you like, John is like a Jimi Hendrix disciple. You know, there's that old video of him, like VHS style, like him just as like a whole fucking rack in his room of, of Hendrix records. You can play yeah. him note for note. And something about just that era of like rock, pop, guitar. It's almost like he was, he was stunted by his own, uh, the the era that he came from in a way, you know, where it, it's hard to be a cool guitarist yeah, I mean, in that John era. John has a very yeah. interesting set of influences, like mm -hmm. Hendrix, certainly big riffs, but he's also really influenced by people like John McHugh from Susie and the Banshees. Yeah, yeah. Joy Division. So he has kind of these wavy sort of licks yeah. mm -hmm. in the guitar tone that are, yeah. I mean, incredibly unique. And yeah especially on the stadium arcadium record because yeah. i kind of missed that when it came out you know because at the time i was just too pretentious to um mm -hmm. like listen to a new chili peppers album agreed yeah. word, but word. i just kind of like went back through stadium arcadium the album's like two hours long it's a double isn't it yeah it's a double mm -hmm. record and i mean the music on there is fucking incredible like yeah. the best melodies they ever produced and it's pretty clear that John was probably calling most of the shots on that mm -hmm. album. I agree. Oh yeah, the snow, dude, like snow. That fucking is an awesome fucking yeah. for Shante guitar album. I like a for Shante guitar song. I remember. And uh, before, what the, yeah. what's that? Go ahead. Ahead. Amazing track. What was the timeline when he left, and then when did he come back? When he was he invited? A couple back times. He left was in '93 after mm -hmm. Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Okay. And that's when he produced uh, when he made Neandra Lattes and the next one, which literally sound like like there. It's like the sound of um, a, like disintegrative addiction. Like he's buried in his addiction on those records, but you still hear this like profound genius. It sounds the record sounds like death. It's so haunting. Right. And then he rejoined um, for a Californication after mm -hmm. he got clean. And then he stayed clean. He actually did really well. Then he yeah. left again in 2008 after the Stadium Arcadium tour. And now he's fucking back. <laughs> and I got tickets to see the boys back once more in Philadelphia next year. And oh, I'm yeah. ready to get my rocks yeah. up. That's yeah, they want proof of vax out here. So we, uh, me and my wife are hard out on that one. But uh, yeah, oh. they, yeah, they do. Uh, it's it's the venue thing, though. That's not, I mean, yeah. they're not like fucking faggot tame impala who oh, oh, oh the uh, venue doesn't require it actually we require it and it's like yeah did oh. you tell oh we got a i sent glenn a picture of um not to make this a vaccine thing or anything but uh tame impala is coming to portland i guess and they their art for their show that the flyer 
it's literally like Tam and Paula as a vaccine vial, like printed <laughs> on medicine. Oh, I was like, oh my loser. god, Kevin Parker yeah. belongs in federal prison underneath yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that guy. I'm never a big fan of the music because the guy seemed just like too. I mean, he's pretty omni cringe. The guy from Tam and Paula. I don't know what the fuck that is. Oh, uh, it's it's a. <laughs> so he he used to yeah, make, I my opinion, like and style back me up. He used to make like I thought pretty good like psychedelic rock. You know what I mean? Like kind of that like he had a first, lot. Like, There's a lot of I was I was keenly interested in the beginning i was like all right let's see where this goes and then it's just kind of like but then he fucked you know. one coachella girl you can tell like one <laughs> like got coachella pussy once and w- and then all of a sudden everything was like midsummer midsummer aesthetic like everybody yeah. wearing like little house or uh fucking you know the sound of music everybody dressing like that and dancing around with like synths mm-hmm. and stuff and i i still liked it and stuff but like their last album sucked but none nonetheless adam let's talk about your book man I, we got to talk about your book before we uh we got to shill yeah uh, a little bit so hey, yeah can I say real quick? Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't think it's anyone anyone's interest to make it a vaccine thing. And, but like, check it. I do want to say like, it, it's kind of funny to look at like these like the Tame Impala or whoever they're called like using that on the flyer, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah. you see like these concepts. Like COVID's one of them too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like any any sort of like like the 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 whole like rigged election thing from the right or black. Uh, yeah. All these concepts get thrown out and like. They just become like it's like a new credit card ad that everyone gets to like yeah. kind of like appropriate to use to make money. Like like Beautiful. fans now are like are super like, yeah, I'm pro vax. Well, of course you're fucking pro vax. Like you yeah. get to tour and make money again. Like <laughs> a, a lot of my friends comedians like, like, too, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of friends I have who play who play in like touring bands who like, you know, are making money off that for a while. There are people who you know, in, in the past, even like talked like generic, like actual anti-vaccine shit, like vaccines Based. cause autism, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But they like quickly ran to get this one when it, so when, it meant, uh-huh. when it meant that they could, you know, yeah, yeah. go and uh, like essentially like force party lines. Well, yeah, no, but even just like you know, essentially like, act like a child and make money. You know, like jump around on a stage. It's like, okay, I get to act like a, a retard for the rest of my life and, and yeah. still get paid. I'll take the shot. You know, I don't yeah, doubt that the CIA and intelligence probably pays some of these musicians. Absolutely. Dude, that, well, all, yeah. Look at the people who show up at the oh. Biden White House. He's like 19 year old TikTok stars. You think they're yeah. like organically or like, I love vaccines. I'm 19 <laughs> years old and I love vaccines. Uh, yeah. <laughs> at all. I have never had a health problem in my life, but I love this one that isn't even doing I, anything. I'm going to keep it a yeah, so I still take Flintstone vitamins, but I, let me tell you about this. <laughs> I, I, I'm a Vax fucking maxer. Like I, I've gotten like I got all the brands. He got all 39 Moderna shots yeah. and 42 I, I, I went Pfizer. To, I went to yeah. Europe to get that AstraZeneca. Yeah. Like just to yeah, keep it yeah, yeah. Your it's card like a is a C- yeah, your card. Your proof of Vax is a CVS receipt. It's just like a long. Yeah, that yeah. shit is hot. I don't. I don't know why people hate. Like I'm. I'm <laughs> I, I, I keep getting it. I keep getting it. So so true. Yeah. Uh, that's base. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, Adam, your book. We got a show. We got a show for you. Uh, Communions by Adam Lair. Um, now, I have been I, I've listened to you on other shows uh, just, just because I enjoy listening to the stuff you do on other shows. But you did say that you had some some issues with. Uh, I don't know. I don't maybe we don't want to talk about this uh, name names or anything, but you said you ran into some issues getting it printed and stuff, you know, and well, um, just briefly, um, the printing company that my publisher used, apparently they run text um, through software now, which does a um, it like checks for trigger words. And then if it gets hit, (laughs) so, you know, I have like the N word, (laughs) <laughs> a few times in there and there's copious uses of the term faggot 
um, love this shit like that. Uh, so those are considered trigger words. And then what happens is they get their own copy editor to go through the text and make sure they're not printing a book that's, you know, whatever, advocating for national socialism. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm for national socialism. I'm just like, it's not what the book's about. No, yeah, well, yeah. I'm exactly. obviously pro the Knots party. Yeah. Clearly. If you're not watching on Rumble, you cannot see the big swastika in the back of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, but it's there. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, no, it was no big deal. Wow. They had a copy editor check through it and um, and then they printed it. But it is still kind of nuts that like like printers are supposed to just be like humps. Like you just use their machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. They're not supposed to be like okaying content. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's wild. And I was, you yeah. know, and the, the N-words are, it's older, dear bastard quoted. Come on, you can't. Yeah, you know, exactly. I think that's or a pass. Like me that's as pass, old dirty right? bastard. It's not yeah. me like writing an essay about. Yeah. You know, no, that's published blackface, Adam. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I did do that. I did, um, <laughs> I did, I did literary blackface. <laughs> literary actually, blackface. <laughs> um, actually, the, a writer who I really admire named Rob Doyle was, um, he's been very supportive of the book. But he told me his main critique was that he thought the ODB and DJ Screw fantasy chapter mm-hmm. should have been third person. And I'm like, dude, no way. Like, why, nah. why would I not take the opportunity to pretend that I'm old dirty bastard in, in this book? I, I, yeah. I told him that shit was hot, too, because it, it was like a, a good mix of like. It, there was like I had like some insights into like ODB's style that I think a lot of people didn't pick up on, but then there was like some awesome like kind of like white boy like yeah. misses too, you know what I mean? So well, it's like it's uh-huh. like a here's a good one like- is my editor Udith, a fantastic editor and a super great guy and a great writer. Um, but he was like, "Hey, maybe we shouldn't try to do a rap, you know, because clearly <laughs> the rap." that you put on the page is not going to be as good as what they would have written. But I thought it worked perfectly because like at this point in Dirty's career, he was kind of like on the decline. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm. So I thought maybe if I write like shitty rap lyrics, you know, it would actually give you the feeling of like, oh, maybe this isn't as good as like Dirty thinks it is in his mind. Interesting. Um, yeah, so that was like a, a formal choice, kind of. And he had definitely, he had kind of already fallen off. Like he was in jail. Well, I mean, at that um, point. I mean, and, uh, the the <laughs> one that the next, yeah, oh, come on, <laughs> uh, nigga, please. Um, produced by the Neptunes is actually a great record, but uh, his rhymes were had definitely sort of gotten less sharp. Oh yeah. But I, I I just too like he was like always if he like popped up on like MTV news or something, it was like yeah. older bastard ran away from rehab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the welfare the food stamps. Yeah. The food but stamps. I, um, it wasn't for like hot hot tracks. But one know? thing I wanted to t- one thing I was really interested in where I think that like racism does still exist or certainly did exist. It exists like in certain it exists in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. In this sort of like uh, low expectations kind of thing. So I have this bit about how Dirty um, is lamenting the fact that nobody really understands that like the character of Old Dirty Bastard is a performance. It's an right. art piece. Whereas, you know, like white boys in New York in the 70s could just like jizz all over a fucking stage and people would be <laughs> like, oh, this is such like Vito Asansi just like jizzing everywhere <laughs> in the ceiling of that gallery. It was called art. 
but somehow ODB, you know, um, collecting welfare and turning it into like an art Iconic. documentation. Yeah. Like it's literally, that's video art is what he was yeah. doing. That's, yeah. that's often why I have like such an aversion to anything in the art world because like, and, and I respect someone like Vito Akanji, so I'm not just trying to shit on oh, him. Oh, me, like, too, me too. Using him, but I'll use him as an example. Like if, if you like feel like the, the, the urge necessary to like go under a stage and, and jerk off or people are there and make that your art thing well clearly there's like some sort of like lived experience you're you're either missing or you're like psychopathic enough that it doesn't matter so you should just probably be locked up but like it's like yo like with someone like odb it's like you know like that not to be like on some corny like whatever but it's like he, he saw a lot of real shit like that's that's what goes on like yeah in the street and in the hood and oh, shit and sure you're, you're yeah. able to like make you know, a character or like a performance or like a vernacular out of like the best and worst of these things, you know, where it's like it, it, this art world stuff, it's often like, yo, a lot of that urge would be gone. Not even if you saw like bad shit or, or, mm -hmm. or horrible shit, but if you just went out and like politic with people more, oh, you sure. know, just on, yeah. just on, like, on like a very simple level, not on some like always like career, like transactional type level thing, you know? Especially yeah. in rap, especially rap. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. ODB was very much like, oh, yeah, like we have a group of nine guys and here's the guy that like pop locks in front of the liquor store. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah. And like, yeah. that's a real thing. Like you go yeah. to any liquor store in any low fucking income the hood or something like that. You're going to see that guy. And he's probably pretty fucking funny and cool most of the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like yo, like like there's gonna be like nine motherfuckers. Like, yeah. don't, don't you think a little a little bit of it is gonna be like somewhat planned, even if it's not like exactly like written out or coded or something? As like people start taking their roles, so it's like you know you're gonna you're gonna have like some some wild. It's sick to have like a, a wild hype man motherfucker who's also who's on mm -hmm. some like real like low street shit and also on some like high esoteric like ancient mm -hmm. well that's what's so cool yeah. systems religion shit you the, know? the mid 90s guys especially wu-tang and mob deep at the and early nas yeah is they like sort of fulfilled this promise like you know jean Genet, amazing writer fetishized the criminal lifestyle but was always kind of a tourist no he was a real criminal dude he was gonna do he life was in, in jail, jail. i he know was doing life until cocteau got him out cocteau got him out he had to live with him. i know that you know, check this out so yeah what does this jail. explain this I, I don't know i don't know it, this yeah so john cocteau like wrote a letter to to get Janet free because he was like he's a literary genius he yeah was writing i mean he's book. one of the greatest like French okay. writers of the 20th he century. Was, he grew up an orphan. Like, he was a real, mm -hmm. like, scumbag fucking criminal. Like, yeah, he was, like, you're, like on some, like, like lit literature. Yeah. Like, so maybe not fulfilled the promise, but, but they kind of did follow in, like, Janae's footsteps as sure. criminal artists. But, yeah, ch check this out. This is, like, some real thug shit, man. Uh, Cocteau bailed him out, and he had to, like, sign papers that Janae would live with him. So Janae moved in. I guess Cocteau had, like, Proust manuscripts that he had collected. Yeah. Oh, and, sure. and the first night there, Janae stole them all and went and pawned them for like bullshit money. <laughs> like straight up, like it, like violated his thing. Like he was, he was on Dude, some like Janae, he was, Janae was like in the seventies. Yeah. In the seventies, Janae was hanging out with Huey P. Newton and some of the wow. other Panthers because they loved his writing. He went to Palestine too. Yeah, what? but he, he literally <laughs> yeah. wrote, he um he said that like he wasn't so much 
like politically active as much as he was just like really had a boner for Huey P. Newton. Yeah. Like he thought Huey P. Newton was that like the hottest guy you'd ever I, seen. I think the palace was like some fetishization type shit too. I mean, like even like his book about prison, it's like uh, uh, Miracle of the Rose. Yeah, Miracle of the Rose. It's like uh, it's like this whole like allegory, like duality thing about like the male body prison itself so it's like he saw all these, i think he saw like any situation sexually yeah you know? he did some video stuff too that's pretty and he was a great playwright mm. Mm. Oh, shit, i never knew that he's got one it's like a six minute super wow. fag video <laughs> uh, yeah i mean he, he's just like me <laughs> but yeah 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 well, you know but yeah no i i agree that of like a lot of 90s rappers oh, on man. some like like very like an esoteric criminal, like intelligent criminal thing like that. Well, I, I really like like by like 96, 97, like everyone was like Wu-Tang and Wu-Tang were in the 80s rappers were all on some 5% shit, you know? Yeah, like, oh yeah. Like, yeah. 5% shit. And like Wu-Tang took it to like a, a different level of mysticism. So by like 96, 97, every rapper was on some sick fake 5% shit. Like mm-hmm. Buster Rhymes. Like I, I heard a recent interview with him where he was talking like this, like really like, botched fake interpretation it was so sick man but like but all five yeah. percent stuff's pretty odd well yeah every it just keeps getting recycled each generation i'm yeah. saying each few years but uh i fuck with buster rhymes yeah i, I do too we, we are huge, well we're huge like D- jay dilla heads and that's like kind of the genesis of his mainstream Definitely. contribution that and the yeah, janet jackson yeah. one yeah and oh. uh, like extinction level exam i think was that the one was that the second yeah, extinction the third album i think is the yeah best. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, that's almost so hardcore on it. That's the album yeah, I haven't listened exactly. in a while. Fuck, dude, that is like that. that album did you hear the? Do you guys Lord know that the underground is really good too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you, you guys know, like, know that? Ju- I have an older Dilla connection because I don't think they ever worked together. But did you hear that story? His, I think his mom told after he died, but because he was like hallucinating in the hospital with his lupus illness, like before he died, basically, and he said. He in his hallucinations when he came back to reality, like uh, Jay Dilla said that older older Dubasser was on the other side driving like a short yellow bus, being like, "Come on, like we got to go to heaven, like get in." Dude. He was he was like the Pied Piper, like the fucking yeah. Dude. yeah. I thought that was so funny, dude. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of um, this is a funny thing actually. Speaking of like ultra gay art stuff, this morning actually I was watching this video by William E. Jones. You know that artist, like no. He's a video artist, but he had this one video. It's called um, The Fall of Communism Through the Rise of Western Gay Pornography. And uh, it basically poses this thesis that the fall of the Eastern Bloc coincided with, um, you know, pornography as like a microcosmic example of like encroaching Western capital. But um, the whole thing is just like, you know, it's like a it's like a picture of Lenin's face coming down, and then the next <laughs> image is a guy just getting like his ass fucking plowed. And Michelle oh, walks up and she's like, what? "The fuck are you watching?" I'm like, "Oh, it's this video about gay." <laughs> I swear, <laughs> it's it's a documentary, you know. But she's like so used to me being. A you said you weren't gonna be home for another twenty minutes. like psyop head that she doesn't even like she just is like whatever he's just researching but yeah that video <laughs> i don't ask I, how I, the sausage I, is made yeah, yeah. I, I heard about it before, literally <laughs> and he's doing a show with um this girl 
she's an artist that I'm friends with, Daria Bahajik. So they're doing like a duo show together. So she was telling me about his work and I was like, which one should I check out? She's like, check out, um, or I just saw that they were doing a show together and then I Googled him. And then uh, apparently the most famous thing he did was that fall of communism with the rise of gay pornography. How do you top that? Yeah, just retire after that. And then, yeah, I Googled it. It's like right on Vimeo. Damn. Yeah. Does that mean we'd get a rise in communism through the fall of Western gay pornography? I was going to say like the a... rise of communism is the rise of Western gay pornography. I was going to say, okay. yeah, 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 exactly. It's, it's fucking opposite. Yeah. Like, it's luxury gay communism. space communism, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Porno is part of like forced communism. <laughs> that's, that, that's part of it. It's mutual Yo, aid between your bros. Yeah, exactly. No, I was going to say, though, like, late 90s shit like or like 97 or so like hip-hop has this real specific like i don't want to just say esoteric and keep saying it but it's like has like a very like uh it's like it's like apocrypha it's like strict scripture or something like all oh shit yeah. oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah he's sick though he's sick he's yeah we jumped we jumped in a little bit onto the terrence mckenna train yeah oh yeah. you got audio glenn i can't hear you glenn yeah. mute my bad yeah oh, awful awful landlord situation right now that was just, oh, shit. just terrible yeah. the rent is paid it's not that but it's just uh it's the <laughs> no the fucking with the we patrons have, like, been weak lately you know we're a little on the pod we we need some support yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not exactly, yeah exactly so i'm sorry yeah. we, were, we were talking about uh terrence mckenna right uh i i had to hit pause because i wasn't sure what was going on but uh yeah talking about terrence mckenna um yeah i've been looking forward to this yeah i love terrence because you know there's obviously like the drug thing that everyone gets into and then I started hearing these whispers, both in in person and online, of being like, "Oh, Terrence, he's an uh, he's a pseudo intellectual." So I'm like, "Oh, okay, he's based," because that's what that yeah, always means. Whenever someone all good yeah. shit is pseudo intellectual, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Pseudo philosophers <laughs> exactly are always yeah. more interesting than real philosophers. Exactly, yeah. Um, and so I, mean, I, d I started digging into just his lecture, and he's he's like a ghost of YouTube. You know, he's just on. Yeah, you could yeah, listen yeah. to like you could listen to like a week straight without yep. pauses of him recordings. You know, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I read that book that Tao Lin wrote about him a couple of years ago. Because mm. um, Tao Lin, he basically used Terrence McKenna's like psychedelic drug, you know, tutorials as a way to get off opiates. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, the book's all right. I I have a lot of issues like with how Tao Lin writes. Yeah. Like, um, I just feel like, you know, pseudo intellectual is always thrown around as like an insult on Twitter, which is hilarious because everybody on there is a pseudo intellectual at best. Yeah. So, you know, myself included, but, you know, what does it even, so what many, is it, what's an intellectual? What does it even mean? Like, that's yeah. what that was my whole well, thing. I, know, I don't even, I know what it means to these fuckers. It exactly. Non, yeah. It means non credentialed, which yeah. means, you know, yeah. they are all academic, fried. Yeah. Uh, when the pseudo, the pseudo part of it always seems to me as though, like, okay, say somebody is a, is a all 100% intellectual. To me, that means they're stripped of all like anecdotal experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, that they've gone sure. through and any edge, you know, any, yeah, any, any edge, flavor. any lived experience, yeah. which cause anecdotes yeah. aren't mm -hmm. science and stuff or yeah. whatever. Yeah, like, a I, data I hate consumer. And like even like statistics trade. And even the philosophers yeah. that are the best writers, like Baudrillard or Deleuze, they kind of figured out a way to write that sounded more pseudo philosophical. So it had kind mm -hmm. it's like an aesthetic way of writing philosophy. 
yeah. but we're big proponents in general. And, you know, this sounds pretentious, but it's really not. It's more just like a fact of life is um, like theory fiction as a concept. I think our crew is something that we all kind of take seriously, yeah. which is like reading fiction as its philosophy or reading philosophy as its fiction. So mm -hmm. when you approach content this way, everything becomes non-dogmatic. So yes. in that kind of way of thinking about culture and art and shit, there's no problem with reading Mind Comp, you know, because you're not reading it to uh, make it a part of yourself. Yeah, you're reading yeah. it to uh, psyop yourself and outgrow and make your brain grow a little bit. I, I, yeah, I, I think people, I think people often have a fundamental misunderstanding of, of, of how information works. And, yeah. And information is, it's all, it's all code running and like a larger series of codes. And, uh, you know, so if, if you read something like it, it look, it's, it, it's not, it's no surprise that like every person like, you know, mid twenties to mid thirties has like 17 fucking diagnosed disorders. And I was like, why? This, it's like WebMD generation. Quora. Like, like when this Quora. becomes like, like public access, like part of like what like television used to be, like instead of like yeah. watching like, like just things that are kind of passive given to you, you now take part in this. Well, like, what could this do? What could this possibly do to me? So like, it, it, information itself, it's like, it, it's kind of like a Burroughs concept, you know, it's like a virus that embeds and then like spread, like more concepts. Language mm. is a virus from outer space. Yeah, like they, 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 yeah, yeah. The, the virus is like multiplying all that. So it just, information itself is like, is, is, is very controlling and like, like they, we found a way now to make it uh, like a drug that is sold, you know, and, and that people are Word. addicted to for like a dopamine rush and all that. So, yeah, and people like well, like well, to go back to what you're saying about like reading something like Mind Conf, like there, it's it's, just, it, it's also too it comes down to a pretty simple like people don't really understand like how grammar works, how logic works, and how rhetoric works. And rhetoric is very powerful. So people read read Mind Conf and like people are like, oh my god, right, it really was the Jews. Like, look, he's getting he's, <laughs> he's saying this, he's saying that. It's like okay, yeah, you can get caught up in the rhetorical shit and like, this makes sense. But like, look at it logically too. Look at this shit logically and and be like, okay, like. You know, this is uh, like this, an Austrian guy who grew up in a time of like, you know, it, it's like the immense war. Yeah, and it's like, the, it, it's like the, the first wave of like, not to be like full Alex Jones, but like a new world order type thing where we had leaders that were on some like, okay, this is how the world is supposed to work. And we're going to do it to the whole world, not just to our nation. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to do something that, that affects the whole world, you know? So uh, like, it, it's weird to me that like, I, like uh, not to pull the old guy card, but like I... I I'm still kind of from a time where like it books weren't off limits. Like everyone read yeah. like just kind of anything, you know, like reading Mein Kampf didn't get you a weird look when I was in high school. It's kind of like, okay, this person's interested in history. You know, it didn't. It Mein Kampf, didn't, McKenna wrote that one too, right? No, it's kind of it's like a psychedelic guide basically. Yeah. For sure. I, yeah. But, I remember being, I remember being the same thing. I remember being younger and, we were like, we, we got to read this to, to see what's up now. It's like, yeah, you know, well, it, it's funny that, and not even on that shit, but just even like Abigail, Abigail Schreier's book is banned on Amazon. It's just yeah. weird what's happening. You know, this, yeah, this whole thing. Yeah. And it, it, dissolving it, illusions isn't, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like it, Suzanne. I don't know. How do they pick which? Yeah. That's the I listened to it on audible. I was like, I, mean, <laughs> I was actually reading mind comp recently. Cause I, I yeah. have a copy of it. I was like, man, like, should pick this up like i haven't checked this out since i was a teenager or something and like right away i was like yo like this dude was such a pussy 
Like, he's, just, he's so female. It's he's always way emo. It, it, it's so emo. It's like he's like the evil emo, like he's, yeah. like, he's like a Nietzsche sin. You know, he's yeah. just like damn, he's like, yeah. Yo, and what, like, but it's always someone else's fault. It's like wow, wow, wow. It's the Jews. <laughs> but it's getting like, back to uh, Terrence, you know what I like about Terrence is this idea that he pushes, which is like impossible to really prove. But he writes about it with such conviction, which is that psychic, like at great turning points in history, um, the pyramids, yeah. the invention of fire, all these fucking occurrences yeah. that push the human race forward. His thesis is basically that psychedelic drugs were what pushed people over the edge to come come um, these discoveries. Yeah. And just like that approach is something that I find very influential because like, I mean, not everybody get this, but some people do. Safety propaganda is essentially like a conceptual art project. Mm -hmm. And the idea is like, it's we're, we're me, Zach, Alex Beanstalk, we're counterintelligence agents. We're creating new narratives Boom. that divert. I want to check if I'm a counterintelligence Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where, where, where's, where's, uh, yeah. Name your price. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's not where the money is. The intelligence assets is where <laughs> the, the money is. The point is, though, yeah. is that you can, I mean, I write, I have, you know, the book, of course, is like a very obvious blending of fact and fiction. But I approach everything that I write with encrypted elements of, memoir yeah um art criticism is written with fictional elements that i can't possibly prove but you write about them as true and that becomes a way of almost inserting ideology or, or negating false belief with with uh -huh. fantasy or myth somehow so terrence and, kind of blends you're saying and on your book i just wanted to say, i wanted to say this earlier but before i got it uh i i was looking forward to it to what it was going to be stylistically and like how it was, how the chapters were going to align and everything. And it, it was, I don't, I don't want to say it was exactly what I thought it would be, but it was, it was in the direction of where I would hope it would be in terms of just how chaotic yet also structured it was. And yeah, and thank you. I, yeah it was like, I, this is going to be like the sub stack, isn't it? This is going to be like a mosaic kind of thing. Yeah. And, yeah Cause and, I'm yeah. a homogist. Like yeah. essentially yeah. that all my work, when I was still a photographer, I was still working in sequencing and collage. That's still how I approach, approach writing now. Yeah. It's like disparate elements coming together, yeah. fact, fiction, and fantasy mm -hmm. blending together. And I want it all to become into like one cohesive whole. You just start to see it as like one form yeah. uh, as these things Absolutely. start to blur into one another. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what him mm -hmm. and what like him and I do, like for a long time. I'm I'm getting back into it now, and you're going to be doing it too. Is like is like beat making, like like rap beat making and stuff. Oh, and yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, but but for mm -hmm. a long time, him and I started out like in high school. After high school, we we went in like, and we wanted to do it like the old school way, pure vinyl, pure uh, uh pure. Yeah, and I have an, I just literally just got a one thousand the other oh, day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We went on, we got off our MPC 1000 off Craigslist in high school. I remember the first, yeah, yeah we, we drove yeah. to like, yeah. And we went to Richmond, like, right. We went to Richmond, right. Where like coach Carter was fucking filmed to go buy, uh, <laughs> to go buy, uh, techniques, Techniques hundreds from these, like, this cool, like, yeah. you look like Sal Mascakela from the X games. This guy sold it to us. 
What's that? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, the Bay Area in uh, yeah, Richmond. North, yeah, North. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 Richmond. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys are yeah. Bayheads. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, Mac Dre, Mac Dre. I should have called you guys. I was in SF. I I saw it, but I was actually like I I, I wouldn't have been because you were during the weekdays. I was working somewhere completely different. I so saw you, when you guys, were there. You guys make beats and shit. Like you guys are like are like do like hip hop out there or. Yeah, yeah. I, I did for a long time. Um, and then eventually, yeah. uh, so I started like working with this. I was gonna like maybe dox and shit, I don't care, but like we're the, I used to like do some stuff with like a, like a local rap group, we'd like open up for people and stuff like that. And I used to kind of like I used to run the live show off my MPC basically. I would play the yeah. instrumentals live and then do track muting themselves and then they would rap like so it would be a different oh, version yeah. of our track. Um, so what I have now is like I'm to me that's collage art is what I'm getting at. Literally, sample based music is 100 percent because people people frown on it. People frown on it. They because I'm sure maybe it's the same way in art, especially MPC maybe, stuff. You know, is, is collage like art frowned on a little bit. Like like it's like uh, that's not real. Making it, you know, yeah. when it first started happening, it was pretty radical. I mean, yeah. the first like purpose they weren't the first collages, obviously, but the first people to really approach collage as a medium were the Dadaists, like Hannah Hosh and Duchamp, uh, people like that. And, you know, of course people were like, this is an art, it's too easy to make. But at the same time, the images are so striking. Yeah. Uh-huh. They were so new to the technology. But now I'd say probably to a degree, like pure collages are probably looked down upon in the right. fine art world, even though there are some specific collages. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Hirshhorn comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, but collage is such like a, it's such a, I mean, it's a great medium. It's like, it works just as well in noise and industrial music album covers as it does in galleries. Well, it's also shit. too, I mean, I don't want to like, I, I'm, not, I'm not, I don't really like talk. I don't talk much about my like what I do. I kind of like, like to let it speak, but like I do the same shit. Like the like the type of like the sound stuff I make. It's like it's yeah. not hip hoppy, but it's very like influenced by just like sure, you know, yeah. like, like, like samples and collages and loops. It's much sure. noise music, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of stuff with like looping vocal patterns and yeah. stuff like that. Like oh, that's dope. yeah, like like yeah. I, I, I've like had periods too just like where for practice I, I used to live in a spot with an NPC like I would get into oh, yeah. like premiere style beats or something yeah yeah like, sure like trying to master it you know and like it's it's it's, it's a lot. form doing the premiere thing is like a form of it is a practice it is like a yeah, yeah know, exactly it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like, like a car learning the blues or something yeah it's exactly. like I'm playing, playing deep purple you know smoking yeah, water yeah, like yeah, alright yeah, man I'm getting into it man but, yeah, yeah. You know, when you're fucking around with like collage material like that, like uh-huh. specifically when you're like sampling like existing things, cutting them up into small pieces, restructuring Absolutely. them, you're, like, reality itself becomes so different. Mm, it, yeah. It's like you can actually kind of start fucking with your head because you can be like, wow, I can like take anything apart mm-hmm. in reality and like restructure the way I want. You actually like yep. can't 100%. So you can't you track like, the origin or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah but but like it, 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 it can be really, really advantageous too. Well, I think yeah. like, with like RZA, you know, wait, he, wait that's, yeah. an ama- that's an amazing collagist. Like yeah, yeah. he took oh, samples, like yeah. really gritty black exploitation funk melodies and sure. um, and then inflected it with all these like samurai movie quotes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and soundscapey yeah. kind of industrial sounds. So all these different elements come together and we have this super specific image of these gangsters live in a samurai code 
Yep. And then, you know, it's that's pure theory fiction. Oh, yeah, well, check I mean, it. Like, yeah, we yeah, yeah. Your thing yesterday, Ray was actually saying that how it's like samurai, mafia, like mm-hmm. 5%, like, Absolutely. you know, like jail. It's like this, all these different like combinations of like different yep. like, themes and motives. And they all kind of like, yeah, like like projected together. Like it's it's a lot. It's a lot like in a sense it has like a similar atmosphere to like like specifically Lee Perry, not just dub, not just oh, sound wise, yeah. but like how Lee Perry was able to do this like like Chinese, like kung fu meet, meets like yep. you know, like like American, like Western thing, like uh-huh. all like you know, and, and like to create these weird like uh like audio topologies that are very visual like like especially like the very early risen when he's using like the fucking isonic sampler it has that like specific like yeah gritty hell sound. yeah it, it's very like using that and you're like well this is like some weird avant-garde music like mm-hmm. i got i got really into uh to method man to cal this year like i was into yeah. it as like, a teenager but like I kind of like always wrote it off as like, oh, it's a Method Man record. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a feature yeah. guy, like, not a real artist. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, that that is like that's like an industrial record. Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, what the f- and also too like like obviously like the Raekwon joint. That's like you know that's like kind of yeah. more like well they're more concept. The well, Jizza and Raekwon are more conceptually. Right. Yeah, but, but what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying yeah, yeah. The Raekwon one might be like more like crimey like specifically absolutely like concept, but Takal is like more hood in the sense that it's like. Yo, it just sounds like a bunch of dudes mm-hmm. like in like flannel shirts and like '93 on like a corner, like smoking yeah. dust, like like rapping, like Big really like, laid back. But like, yo, like there's a song where he's shouting all his boys in jail, and at the end he's like, "Yo, it's from my own father who just came home last week." <laughs> yeah, yeah. son. Like it's just like, yo, what the yeah. fuck? Like that's, that's crazy. Like, you can tell that there's you can tell they were still broke when they made that motherfucker. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's got a vibe. It's got a vibe, man. But yeah, the beats yeah. are like. Very like, did you guys watch the four hour interview Drink Champs just did? No, I you'd said something about it. I I gotta watch it with uh, with Raekwon and Ghostface, right? Raekwon and Ghost, it was the greatest rap interview. Okay, I'll watch it. It's good. Like, I think Drink Champs is always fire, but Mm -hmm. lately that one and the Kanye one, I'm not even really a Kanye fan. Like, I guess not. I I say I'm not, but I I, like I do respect him in a sense, even though, of course, of course, yeah. But um, I love him. But yeah, um, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. The interview with him was great. I don't know. I I do. You know what? At the same time, like, kind of, he's like a, a great. Like, he's kind of like Trump, where he's like one of those Gemini stu- like superstars. For real. Like, yeah. He's probably like, you're like, no, I feel this way, and you're like, no, no, I actually feel the fucking opposite way. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah. I I respect that. I respect that. That's that's a good vibe. But uh, yeah. Whenever I see a Kanye interview, I am actually like, usually like, damn, like. Yeah, now, I love hearing him speak. Like he I love it. Yeah, like hundred percent on the money. I like when true. he goes like full Q and on too. I think. Oh hell yeah! Dope. Yeah, uh, yeah, that shit is fire. He, just, man. he decided some point ago to just like ca- do his track unapologetically and just go off as far into the weeds as he possibly mm-hmm. can, and that fucking rocks. You know that, especially yeah. for someone of that height. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, yeah. I definitely do think he's um. Like, I didn't really like the new album. I thought it was really overlooked. Way too many songs. Way too many songs. I thought, you know, I I thought his, like, performances and multimedia spectacle around the record were amazing. But the music Mm -hmm. itself, I think. But at the same time, the Dark Twisted Fantasy 808s and Yeezus, those three records pretty much got, I mean, they're ripped off. Those three records are, like, the beginning of 
2010s popular music Absolutely. everybody mm-hmm. ripped them off but nothing even comes close like a a, a a number one artist starting a record with <laughs> like just a wash of like white noise yeah and then is that which one is that Jesus. Jesus. I, yeah 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 I, I, haven't, I don't even think i've heard i remember the 808 thing and being like oh this is kind of dope like mm-hmm. i remember Jesus mm-hmm. when it came out mad people being like you gotta check this out like hey, let's not, just do this really cool. not even telling me if it was like good or bad just like i don't like it's just it's something to check out but i uh nah yeah. i did check that newest one uh donda donda from- yeah. Someone I like, really trust was like, I don't know what to think of it. So like, can you listen to it? And I was like, this is fucking trash. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like it's like, yo, it's like emo. It's the like, last mm-hmm. record of his that I liked was the one with Kid Cudi. No B even dropped. I, I love I love the I love Pablo. That was like an effortless transition back into like. Oh, like, I heard that in my I heard stuff. that in my man's Jeep. Like, like yeah, he's got the beats are fire on that. Yeah, yeah. that shit They're was actually seamless. fire. That was like the day it came out. He played mm-hmm. that shit for me. This one, yeah. when I first heard this. What was a song called Black Skinhead? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. that, was fire. that song's that song's dope. That's yeah. dope. that's a good. <laughs> Yeah, here we go. Yeah, starts the album. It's straight up noise album. It's a noise record. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wait. Yeah, I mean, he's so ill. Before we get off RZA, I want maybe I don't know if you want to show it, Glenn, but our favorite Uh, video. I'll I'll put it in after because it's uh, it's it's tough, but like I'll put it in after to remember. There's a clip because like tell him the story. Tell him the story. He fell off the fucking face of the earth, like as far as an actual musician, right? Like, yeah, yeah, like like one of the one of the worst crashes I've ever like seen in my in my life. All his ideas. Basically, I I would argue after after like the the 2001 woo album i i mm-hmm. would say like i i didn't like a lot of his Son. stuff after that and Son, you're generous i'd say fucking by wu-tang forever had already fucking kicked the motherfucking can there's some that's what i meant that wasn't 2001 like, okay you know, yeah that was 98 yeah 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 you're right okay that's, yeah, no, yeah that's what i meant triumph that, whatever that triumph said, he still has some fire joints on supreme clientele he didn't so oh yeah that one, oh, but his beats on it are amazing. Yeah, like, they're, True. They're dope, like, that's a hot record, but it's still kind of to me, it's like mm-hmm. Supreme Clientele is my favorite hip hop album of all. Yeah, that shit's hot. I, it's uh, amazing. I, I give you that. And Ghost was well, okay. Let me tell you this Rizzo story before we go off, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's he's testing out this new uh like kind of sampler pad thing for Akai. I don't know, it's it's the funniest video ever. He makes yeah. literally the worst beat. Of all time, like, <laughs> like, like yeah, have you guys seen that video? Yeah, and no, it's like, God, yeah, and they put it out as a promo. They're they like, it, yeah, they, they, they should have dubbed it with somebody else's beat. Is what they should have done because, like, to me, it's it, 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 it's it like a parody. Had, a, yeah. Like Rizzo's bottom line with it is like so is so bad. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on. It's the MPC Eclipse he was doing, um, yeah. and it, yeah. and like I will I'm gonna put it on. Yeah, I, I think that I think that's the we we have to now because it is seriously like a Just joke. Watch this. Like, Just and you could tell again. in his head he was like, I'm gonna take all these funny stock Roger Rabbit noises and make these fucking oh, awesome. No. Yeah, like oh. I'm so like when you give yourself too big of a challenge and it sucks. Like that's a basically like what it seemed like it was. <laughs> Um, the audio might come in hot here, but and new Kai present crafting yeah. a beat on the new MPC Eclipse. All right, so what we're gonna do now is um, we're gonna just make a beat from scratch. Something I do, what is MPC? You could do it in your car, okay? On the plane. You hear that? So that's the tempo, right? So now what I would do is come here, choose a sound, bong sound. Okay. Oh yeah, that's how we do. <laughs> <laughs> 
that. So I'll take that sound. Let's go track two. Choose another sound real quick. The guy's like, we're rocking with that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the guy. <laughs> Look at the guy. Oh, shit. He's about to drop it. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Gotta have the eight bit snare. Yeah. The eight and, just and he's quantizing, quantizing too. What a beta. Okay, track three. Yeah, right? Track three is empty. Come back up here to my sounds again. We did. And uh, sounds are like. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how we do. <laughs> not the church bells, not the church bells. The church bells. Alright, so then, kind of. Hold on, hold on. What, this, yeah. this still frame right here. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, this, this, like, this, like you have. Uh, we'll get to that. I just have that uh, modern sound. Modern I'm sound. Gonna add a little hi hat, a normal, uh, a normal like hi hat from a uh, modern music, shall we say? Did he know it's falling apart? Yeah. Was that? Right, that's cool. Did he? He seems so, to know it's falling apart. Yeah. That's probably so. Yeah, hell yeah. It was just missing the clicks. That was, uh, it, that was, that that's about that. That shit, uh, that when, I, when that came out, because I came out a long time ago, I remember it just came yeah. out my YouTube feed and I was like, I cannot believe they released it. Like as a, as somebody trying to sell a product and make money off a product, you bring in RZA who like, yeah. He just, it's literally a Roger Rabbit like Acme or some shit yeah, sound effect and, beat. And it just sounds like it, it sounds like a, like a stock beat that would be inside the machine. Absolutely. I mean, Glenn, Glenn and I have to revisit uh, that a couple times a year at least. Yeah. He's <laughs> one every. of those artists who had such a manic burst of like extreme creativity. Yeah. Inside of like four years, yo, the RZA yeah. can rap on that early shit too. Yeah, he, oh no, he was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it always, I yeah. Like, always like, well, for because like thousand in Russian, I'll always yeah. go for like long, like like years without listening to hip hop. Like I'll get, bur I get burnt out Agreed. on it from yep. overdoing it. And uh, like I went like fifteen years without listening to New York rap until like the last year, just on some like, yeah, it's too, it's too fucking much. For I me. totally understand. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. I forgot the RZA was like a, a dope, dope MC, and like when you hear him like. What's that? That fucking jam on uh, Woo Gambinos on the yeah, yeah. record? Like he cut yo, he always comes in on some like crazy ass like old testament, like yeah. but like mm -hmm. Muslim meets like he he it's some crazy like he comes with some shit. I was I was saying to Adam yesterday we were talking about it. It's kind of uh like cause you know how him, Jizza, and ODB were like the three, like who had like a, a thing together early cousins. on. Yeah, they're all cousins, yeah. like Riz is kind of right in the middle of like both of them. He's really influenced by both mm -hmm. ODB and like he has like a he has like a confident delivery, like the genius. But yeah. then he gets on some like wild ass like yeah, psych yeah. ward shit too. Like a yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I spit the gospel or something like that. Yeah, think, yeah. yeah. That's, that's another thing I think about too. With like also Method Man, like uh, like. They, they, they just all Wu Tang like guys actually like except for like Ghost and Ray Kwan as much. But they all talk like some psych ward shit. Yeah, like, and, like, like just like yo, like we're psycho. Like look out, you know. Yeah. Like, Public a, transportation a, rap. You're like, ooh, watch out for that guy. Yeah. Or the um, the All in Check remix with Buster Rhymes and ODB is literally a psych ward. That, the video yeah. is oh, so yeah. great, dude. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, I, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. ODB is like the psych yeah. ward rap, like meme pioneer. 
I remember the first one of the funniest rubber room. One of the funniest parts in the interview is um, they talk about the gravel pit video. (laughs) Oh yeah, I didn't like that. No, it's like I didn't like that shit. Wu Tang is Flintstones, man. Flintstones shit. Yeah, that's I love so funny. it. What do you guys um because like because we're for me like my the style when I make records, I don't look at it this way, but like if anybody hears it, like you know, if you produce for like a bunch of black dudes out here, they'll just be like, Oh, he makes that East Coast shit. You know what I mean? Like immediately because yeah. if you sample, if you sample for the most part, people or and you hear like a drum break or something, like, oh uh-huh. man, something like that, they'll go, That's East Coast shit. But I'm like, I don't view it that way. I don't, you know, maybe it is, yeah. but like what do you guys like what do you guys feel? Cause I still am more influenced by Daz Dillinger, um, you know, yeah, yeah, Superfly, all these guys like from back then, like yeah. the early Dog Pound stuff. That's like my favorite stuff yeah, ever. Dog Pound, sure. Yeah, like Dog Food is like a, and, a, a and Bible the Bay, to me. And yeah, Bay and the Bay Area stuff, E40, all that stuff. We're huge on it. But um, like, what do you like? What does that mean to guys not from the West Coast? I always like you to, know, you know, West Coast record I fuck with. I bet you guys do. Uh, Ninety three till infinity. Oh, of course, infinity. literally. Of course. That's, yeah. Yo, that's yeah. shit. That's some yeah. shit. That's but when I you think, lost I me. All those the songs. Difference man. between like stylistic difference is the New York guys were like, there. I mean, it was very like cinematic. So. The records all have these like grand conceptual arcs. There's a Mm -hmm. grit to them. It's obviously music made for urban crime. It's like B-movie VHS cinematic. (laughs) They used to literally make movies after the album. It's like the West Coast stuff and and all the gangsta funk. It's like backyard barbecue, hot weather, Mm -hmm. um, women with big tits and big asses. And And still crime, too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're talking about crime, (laughs) but it's much more joyous. Yeah. It's like a celebratory of life, whereas New York is like, nah, this is how it is. Yeah, this shit sucks, man. Yeah, yeah. I I always looked at it because, like, working in, re- I, I like worked in record stores for a lot of my life and stuff. Like some that like specialized, oh, cool. like kind of soul and stuff like that. So you kind of see yeah. like, you know, like just like building these, these musics from the ground up, you know? And like, um, I think West coast rap has this, like, uh, it, it still like has the trajectory more of just like, it's coming out of dance music a bit more. Even for sure. It's, yeah. dancing, it's like, it's like public. Yeah. Like he was saying like public <clears throat> gathering, like fun music, like, yeah. you know, like you said, West coast rap, there's like lots of women there getting down with like Absolutely. With East coast rap. It's, it, it's way more like it's made for the street, you know, yeah. where I mean, Raekwon said it like, best in that Red Bull interview where he's like, we are making music for the killers, for the robbers. For the yeah. yeah. I mean, for like the literal, like, like, like pavement though, to like, bounce off outside like yeah. it, it, new york rap is made for like it, it's like it, it's it, it's very like yo it's it, new york rap is like super migtow like someone like big l or cameron they're like actually like migtow but even oh, like yeah. even mm-hmm. like you know it's just it, it, it's not like you mean you, you'll see some thug women like hanging out banging new york rap and nowadays you see people kind of partying to it back then that was like war zone music yeah you know? yep. think mm-hmm. of like it's um, not as relaxing as the mystery of rap. chess boxing right when ghost comes in speaking, yeah yeah, yeah. It's literally sounds like he just kicks in the fucking mm-hmm. door. Yeah, so yeah. the gun sounds, to your head. Yeah, it sounds yep. like kicking yep. in a door. I, I I've been saying that like since I was a little kid. The first time I heard it, I was like, it's, yo, that's like he just mm-hmm. kicked the door, son. Like, yeah. yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and then the greatest fucking Ghostface song ever. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not my favorite album, but Shaky Dog on love the, that Fish Scale, right? Is that Fish Scale? Fish Scale. Yeah, I yeah. love that album actually. The, album, yeah. the song is so vivid. You literally are watching a movie in your mind as he rhymes. Mm-hmm. Like the narrative storytelling abilities of hip hop of New York of the New York rappers specifically. Like yeah. mm-hmm. they really were like it. it it's like an, it's like it really is kind of like reality is fiction kind of thing because they're talking about life as criminals trying to survive, but they imbue it with like these amazing images and honor codes Mm -hmm. and lingo and stories. Like it's, so when you start getting into it, it's like, it's different than getting into any other music because you find yourself just getting obsessed with this like yeah, sure. creative landscape that they're constructing. Uh, yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah, like I, I, I'm gonna say two things. Uh, yeah, it's like, it, it, it's just, it's like, it's full spectrum where it's like, where he was saying like, it's it's cinematic. It's like, it, it's like a whole, uh, it, it's very like pre-internet, like like where you mm-hmm. get this full media package, you know, even like you can mm-hmm. see like, Wu-Tang Clan, it's, all, it's almost like a video game too where it's like yeah oh yeah absolutely one you like the most or like and these are their different skills and like it's actually super like marvel movie too actually but like like legit and organic like you know that's uh, interesting yeah hood shit like not not like cape shit you know yeah yeah uh, yeah the uh the other thing i was gonna say before is like so with east coast stuff like if you like east coast like soul music in the 50s like new jersey soul like well, what did they, what was like, what was that? That was like the sound of the street, actually. I was like, people like used to harmonize on street. Corners, Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. like, you get to the 90s and it's like, well, what happens on street? Corners? People battle each other, people fight, <laughs> you know? So you're going to hear records where like, it, it reflects. Like, it, yeah, East Coast music is much more like, it tends to be like immediate. West Coast music is, this is just like a very a general thing. Yeah, I know what like, you mean. Mm-hmm. Can be just proven. West Coast music is, is much more like, uh, like hanging out, like he said, by the pool, <clears throat> where it's like Midwest music, like Chicago and Detroit. It's much more like, well, this is like the, the party in the center. Like this yeah. is kind of like the centralizing force type yeah. thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah. And then also like, like with West Coast stuff, a lot of it comes from like, like a lot of it comes from like, you know, if you listen to, um, I guess it would be early 80s stuff like Ronnie Lee Hudson, like West Coast Pop Lock, California, the original California love sample. California knows how to party. Like a lot of that stuff was that mixed with like pimping, basically. Yeah, like, you know, exactly. Exactly. Was, like even like even stuff like like um like Midnight Star, or like, yeah. you know, like Midnight Star. Yeah, that shit pops in like that same way. Amazing. Yeah. It's not that different than yeah. than hip hop. It's like very like entrancing and like it's essentially like a loop, like star and point. Another yeah. point that's interesting, I think, is the West Coast guy who feels most like an East Coast guy is probably Ice Cube because absolutely solo mm-hmm. records produced <sighs> by the Bomb Squad. Yeah, Bomb he's Squad, the bridge yeah. of unity, uh, like the unity between. Because like yep. people don't understand now, if like you just got into rap now, you can listen to ASAP Rocky, who does not sound like he's from New York at all. Yep. Like you can like you can listen to him, and it sounds like for a while he sounded like he was from Texas. Now he sounds yeah, like he's from yeah. for for a, you know he basically sounded like UGK, like kind of like if yeah. that went wrong, and then now he just raps about like clothes and shit. But like yeah, um, and cool. and stuff. But like you, there was a clear distinct thing because you know i think a lot of the internet now like you could be like okay i i'm on the internet and like even though i grew up in the west coast like i didn't grow up listening to tupac like you there's always this like yeah youtube compilation of like rappers finding out who tupac yeah. is and i'm like dude well, you're tupac from fucking too, LA. I mean, like, yeah 
the Easy first Coast, Tupac, yeah. Um, my favorite Tupac album, Tupacalypse Now, still sounds very much mm. like an East Coast record. Yeah. But by Machiavelli, he's like a clean, he's like the West Coast rapper. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. so I think just like in the production styles, there was a Tupac was an art fag, though. I mean, let's be real. Like, yeah, he was like a complete but that's Tupac. why I like I love you don't like Tupac? No, I don't fuck with him, but I'm willing to admit that that Tupac is probably hot and I and I and I'm just kind of hating. Sure. But you're an OG. You're an OG in the East Coast, yeah, West Coast. Yeah. But back in the day, like when I would check it, I was just like, what yo, he's always got this like one flow he does that I hate. He's like, hello, if you hear me. Penitentiary every time. Penitentiary uh, when they mentioned me. That was always yeah. his line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but but it's 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 it doesn't make you either get it or you don't with Tupac. And yeah, certain, like, it, yeah. it doesn't it See, doesn't what, what I like about Tupac is not just how clear his lyrical style was. Like he's very like diction-wise, he was always so on point. But I also really like the fact that he was um like a theater kid and like a trained Absolutely. artist. Yeah. So Tupac yeah. was really this kind of creation, which all these personas, they're they're creations of the yeah. artist, but he very much was conscious of the performance that he was doing. But yeah. you see how quick how quickly that fiction can become reality. Yo, check yeah. it out. I'd like it to was yeah, that, that actually I, I hadn't really thought of this, but so like Tupac and, and, and Prodigy specifically, not like even Mob D, but Prodigy mm -hmm. specifically like had beef, you know? Oh, and, big time. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have checked the Prodigy autobiography. No, it's, I want it, to, though. It, it's like it, it's like next level dope. And, and the, yeah, it's, it's him reading it on YouTube now, too, like the audio book. So it's even better to like hear him. Oh, that's read cool. It. <laughs> but. So yo, he in the yo the thing about him that's like mad dope is he's like just mad honest, mm -hmm. like like really didn't give a fuck. And he like from the beginning, like like you know, his his grandparents and like uh were like were like pretty rich in like the music industry and stuff. Wow. So, like he just came from like a, a culture background. I like, went to private school and she's like, Yeah, I went to school with these crazy white boys and like <laughs> but like kind of the same thing as Tupac, where he had yeah. like a, a theater type upbringing and then like ended up like living in projects and a teen as a teenager with his mom and stuff. And like, so he, he had this really, like, he knew how to like very like well and dramatically, but like create a, a persona that was still very tied to the real. Like, yeah. I, I, I think more than like, like Wu-Tang is it, like, those dudes just created like crazy, like movie personas because they were just on some like deep, you know, they actually, they, they had like the, the one environment they kind of came up in. Whereas like, he talks a lot in that book, how from coming up, like, like he would like live between like a kind of nice part of Long Island yeah, and then a little bit of double life. Yeah. And then go to like, you know, like Lafrac city and like live wow. with his mom or like his grandmother in, in Ravenswood and like, like other people in Queensbridge and shit. So it's like, he talks about how like that dichotomy kind of like he's like he's like that made me fly that made me flyer than other rappers like he's like i knew fly white boy style and like tupac definitely kind of had that too you know what i mean where like like you guys were saying like tupac tupac learned like oh like that that drama shit like you can yeah, kind of yeah. tupac is kind of like got some og like like being sad is okay shit like, yeah. like you could yeah. be sad and still like like get chicks that that might be why yeah. i, I kind of don't like well, him too and much. like too emo with tupac yeah. i respect it i respect tupac it. the yeah. contradictions are so glaring i kind of feel like they were purposeful like sure you know on one track he's like i fucked your bitch you fat motherfucker and then just yeah. goes on this like 
Mama, please. (laughs) About, you know, fucking his former friend's wife. But on the next track, he's on some like, um, like spiritualist inflected Black Panthers kind of thing. Yo, I'll keep it real. And this is like what we were, I was going to say some of this earlier and then we got on something else. But like, just in terms of information and control, like the Tupac isn't dead thing was like a very. Oh yeah. Was one of like, I remember reading that and just being like, oh, this is really interesting. This is like an interesting way to, to look at stuff. It wasn't like what exposed me to conspiracy theories. Like I, I no. like grew up with people in my family who were into that weird, like into that shit. But uh, it's a big one. It's it's a big puzzle piece. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. T- the Tupac one was just, it was so artfully done. Like it, I remember seeing that on early forums, like really, yeah. like, really spread out of control. I love right. that. Like, yeah, this is I great. love that fucking fraudulent documentary journalist uh nick broomfield or whatever he did the curtain courtney doc where he like interviews, oh that guy's sick he like interviews so some sick. like messed yeah, out drug dope. piece of shit and the guy's like yeah courtney paid me three grand to blow oh, his yeah. fucking head yeah. off that and was the guy like who reported that, that, it as yeah. fact <laughs> and he, and he was a uh, he was like an artist too wasn't it he was like, yeah, he definitely seems kind of performance art. He had like, that, like, your ass is sweet. Look at I see you on the street and your ass is fucking big. And, like, he was making, like, yeah. songs like that. And I was yeah. like, this guy yeah. killed Kurt? Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, like, and then, like, he interviews Kurt's actual friends, like, Dylan yeah. Carlson. Yeah, Dylan Carlson's Earth. all fucked up. Dylan Carlson is, like, nodding out. But so even, even, like, fucked on his eyeballs. They're, like, grilling him about Courtney killing Kurt. And then Dylan Carlson's, like, what no kurt was a mess he wanted to die yo and and, and, he's also straight up he's like he's like they're like how do you know courtney didn't kill kurt he's like because if 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 she had killed kurt i would have killed her yeah that was (laughs) like very like yo it's fucked up dylan is real they go to pick him up and uh and 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 (laughs) They're like, yeah, we we couldn't film we couldn't film Dylan's house because he is in debt to multiple drug dealers, right? <laughs> so like, it shows him like walking down the street and he gets in the car, and then it's like the next scene is just like this like empty room. It's like Dylan asked if he could use the bathroom before I start. Have you guys filming. heard <laughs> any of Dylan Carlson's music? No. Oh, oh Earth is no. pretty dope. Yeah, like Earth Two. That's like the first. Okay. Yeah, the that first Earth dope. album, Earth Two. It basically created what we now call drone metal. So he was just using feedback and droning guitar riffs out and creating these like walls of noise. But now Earth is like all his projects sound like the soundtrack to Blood Meridian or something. It's like <laughs> surrealist Western music and it sounds really violent and ominous. You, I, I, I don't, I, I think it's pretty, it, it's good for what it is. Mm-hmm. I think, I think the, I think that the early shit, like it definitely spawned a genre that's like sort of corny, like, like sun. I like sun. And, oh, I, I, I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that shit. They're amazing. Why? Uh, but, but earth is like, yo, like that's like, it's on some like just like like straight up like classic like minimal composition type yeah. shit. It's like heavy electric guitars. Like it's like it, it it's some it's like just classic like drone. Wait, why did we bring up Nick Brumfield again? Oh yeah, because he did the Tupac documentary. Yeah, too, <laughs> which was Tupac just like joint. conspiracy <laughs> as fuck. Absolutely, yeah. and, and uh, no, I mean you can while. you can see anywhere like. I like seeing how these like theories spread from like different places. Like I think about this a lot. How like 
a lot of the QAnon stuff is like boomers getting hooked on like 90s like black people conspiracy <laughs> fucking just right now the Ghislaine, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial is going on I know it's like cringe because it's like it's kind of over like the, all the Epstein shit the people that like got super into Epstein late but like I was reading some of this shit they have Jay-Z's name in there like yeah. as part of the thing it says Sean Carter and Be- uh, Beyonce Knowles and all this stuff are impl- implicated in- dude a black guy told me that in like 2008 dude like yeah. that they were like sex trafficking like I was like exactly that was like who always had the hottest shit to tell me back in the day i'd always be like talking about that type of something like no like you want to hear some real shit and they would Mm. just like lay it out and tie it to like crazy ancient shit too you know what i mean like I was yeah, gonna I thought, say though, like you mm-hmm. can check like QAnon Telegram channels on. It'll be like Tupac spotted yesterday in Cuba. Like yeah, Cuba, Serbia these- and Cuba. I've heard yeah. Serbia. And then they've been way into Michael. Yo, Jackson Serbian people love Tupac there. too. They let's be real. Dude. No, they dress like him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And the, the um. So the last last question I had for you, because Zach, you you if you got to dabble in production, um, as a, I do love a lot of East Coast producers. I I love DJ Premier. He's great, but I do like. I've kind of like maxed out my DJ premiere in my life. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like I, I love pitch black. It's all real. I love all those instrumentals, like just awesome stuff. Now to me, I think two, two uh, producers that don't get enough credit and they were mainstream. I'm not going to find some super underground guy to fucking, you know, champion, but uh, within the realm of mainstream stuff is easy Moby. I think is fucking. Oh, uh, yeah, I thought all ready yeah. to die, man. Yeah, yep. and it's incredible. Like you yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah, and it's in your ear. mid nineties, like that four, five, six record. That he did me against the world too for Tupac. He did a lot yeah, of that. Yeah, he did a lot yeah. of shit. Easy Moby. Him and RZA were boys too. They Absolutely. were really tight. Mm-hmm. And him, and I am a huge Eric Sermon fan. I love Eric. Oh Sermon. yeah, oh, hell yeah. A Red Man. Yeah, the early Red Man albums are a masterpiece. Well, we, well, you were talking early yeah, Red Man. Dare's a dark side about, um, is the best. <laughs> we were talking about like Ice Cube having East Coast producers. Eric Suman, Eric Sermon was like the West Coast producer on yeah, the East Coast. Coast. He yeah. has a party vibe. You exactly. Know? Yeah, he was a George yeah. Clinton stand and like yeah, yeah. Bangs, man. yeah the yeah, fucking. Yeah. Red Man is like Red Man is one of those guys that's looked at as like the class clown of the '90s, but he was a fucking no, beast. Oh, top top rip. five easily. It is. Beast. Yeah. Like, I, is. I don't listen to him much, but he rips. Like I think that I think yeah. Red Man's dope. We were fan, Man, uh, Glenn and I were huge fans know. of his second album. Yeah, yeah there is a dark side. Uh, my, my favorite. Oh yeah, of yeah. course, classic. The box of dollars. The, the box of dollars. Ever. He had the yeah. fucking shittiest house I've yeah. ever. He had like seen Long John Silver's life. frozen chicken or yeah. frozen <laughs> fish in his freezer. Yeah. Yeah. Nasty. Yo, yeah. uh, about what you were saying though. So like, um, same thing. Like, and that's what I was saying. I got like really turned off on New York rap for years. Like, um, this like, do I used to play in a band with an eye? We like started really hating on it. We're just yeah. like, yeah, like, so like, Premiere was like our like go to punching bag. Was like, yo, that fucking like stupid ass, boring, like, yeah, dum, dum, like cookie cutter, like, yeah, that, that boom bap garbage. Like, that shit will drain you. And I, I think Premiere is dope. Like, I think that shit's Absolutely, like some of the dopest, yeah. but a- after a while, it's like, oh mm-hmm. man, like, especially until you start realizing, like, yo, this is all made for like rich white girls in Jeeps. You know, like, like, yeah, no, it is. Like, well, it I worked is, with you know, Christina Aguilera. Yeah, it's yeah. sick as fuck. It's sick as fuck. And then you're like, whoa, this is like a different vibe. But uh, you know, I was gonna say like, I'm on some like underrated tip from the East Coast. Even though like most people know this too, but I think yo, know, I think like Lord Finesse, The Awakening. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like Lord that's Finesse. he's on him and Havoc are mad similar producers. Just on like some really dark like but like like gritty B movie like like Lord Finesse is. Is mm-hmm. that some like dark shit? And then uh, 
Yo, uh, the the OGC record. Do you guys know that? Uh, original oh. Gun Clappers. That's yes. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the boot camp mm-hmm. dudes. Yo, yeah, I like them. Walter Skelter. All that shit is cool. Yeah, man. That, all that shit is so dope. Smith and Wesson. But that OGC record. That's like I gotta go back. I was to talking earlier one. about like weird, like bombed out five percent, but misinterpreted twenty times yeah. over. Like just <laughs> like street esoterica. Like. That OGC, that's not Mad Lib has a fucking beat on it too. Uh, like, that's cool. One of my one of my heroes. Yeah. Who am I? Yeah, what about a uh, fucking? What about like a DJ Evil B, Black Moon kind of vibe? You know. Yo, that, I was gonna. I was gonna ask. Yeah. I love Enter the Stage. When you guys said you were from the Bay, yeah, yeah. Enter the Stage is classic. I, I I got a homie out there who fucks with hip hop a little. That's why. Uh, okay. I mean, you yeah. guys know him, DJ Eons. No, but I mean, Dan Lactose. He, he, me, he played. In the oh, I've heard of Lactose. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. He played in like that band Spaz in the nineties. Oh shit! Yeah, he, he's like he's yeah. Like, I know who that is. Kind of like a Bay like. Mm-hmm. What you told me about this guy. dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mad, mad on the low. Oh yeah. yeah Spaz low, but... was a power violence. Band. Yeah, they, yeah, and power well. violence was like on on some on some hip hop shit too. That scene. yeah, they were wiggers as fuck. Those dudes. Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Return as fuck, dude. Yeah. Were, like Machino and shit too. They're all like on um, some like a crazy at shit at this man. Uh, tattoo place in Providence. My bro, I wasn't oh. getting one, but my brother was. And we had this guy who was like an—he was like an aspirant power violence musician. Oh shit! And he's tattooing <laughs> with my brother, him. and he kept doing. He's like, "Do you guys mind if I do some blow?" Or like, I don't know, man. So he's doing <laughs> blow, and he's like, "Do you like fucking spaz? Do you like crossed out? I'm gonna Whoa. be in this fucking." And he, you like, are a spaz. Yeah. He's That's like wild. ripping into my brother's chest. My brother was like. <laughs> Ryan, yo, he was like aggressively tattooing while he starts turning into a swastika. You're like, what? That's mad funny you say that because last night Raph and I were talking about how Providence has that like everyone you meet there is like on that shit. They're on some like like grinder, like crust vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I growing up near there, I remember as a girl like Providence. That's where like. That's where, like, the crusties do their fucking thing. I mean, <laughs> Providence has always had music, though. So, at least since the late 90s, fucking Fort Thunder. Oh, since the early, na- early 90s, too. But even that shit was crusty. That's what I'm saying. Those, yeah, those were rich kids going crust, which is, that's how crusty is, which is, yeah. that's actually based. I, I, I don't care what people say. I think that's based. Oh, like, man. I, when I first but, moved to New York, I lived in the East Village, had a sick location right on 12th Street and 2nd Avenue. Um, and I was just having a great time doing insane amounts of drugs and ruining mm. my life. As you do. Uh, and attending classes. But there were these crust punks that always hung out on St. Mark's. And they were like the full deal with like tattoos all over their face. And they'd ask you for money every single time. But one time I was drunk and I was on other drugs we'll say sure. <laughs> and i was just like so over this guy he's like yo man can i get a buck i'm hungry i was like shut the fuck up you're hungry because you got tattoos on your face you wigger scum <laughs> like, and they're not Let's even go. tough dude these guys are like ultimate peacenik fucking I, losers look i fuck with them in the sense that it's like a ninja turtle <laughs> movie come to life it's <laughs> like you're like yo this is, this is uh, yo like uh, new york is like it, it's, it's such a serious turtle shit man it really is so like when i when i see these characters i'm just like okay the movie's made well like this is all good like, <laughs> the movie's made but like it, it, you know i'm just you can just like look at them um one yeah. thing i was curious asking you guys is how bad 
is the crime in SF right now. Well, I was just going to say that the only place that reminds me of the East Coast, like, is SF. Like, you go to SF and it's fucking East Coast, dude. Like, if you go in, like, the cities, you go to, like, the Tenderloin, anything like that, you start hearing the fucking New York State of Mind fucking drum loop from here. You're like, okay, this shit rocks. Like, it's bad, but it's awful, by the way. It's reminding me of Boston a little bit. Okay. See, I've never been. Yeah. yeah. Just in the sense that it's like a, a packed together city. You can kind of walk well, everywhere. See, like, with me, like, I'm really kind of, you know, I love SF as a city. Like, architecturally, it's one of my favorites in America. Yeah. I'd only like the gay rights and stuff. That, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. I like. I, I they gave too many. No, they don't guy, give yeah. enough. They need to give gay people free children. Like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's it's coming. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna pioneer, pioneer some shit like free, free everything for gay people. Or no, he wasn't Nambla. He liked like teenage literal fruit of the loom. Yeah, same but, shit. People, yeah. like, same shit. Mandela effect. <laughs> but um, but I was really kind of blown away. Yeah, like half the blocks downtown were like tent cities. Yeah, like, uh, like New York, there's obviously crime, but I feel like it's just integrated into the city more yeah. somehow. Like it's. Cause the city becomes this kind of like landscape or something, but in SF, like it's all bunched in. Uh, I'll tell you what, on these yeah. like just disgusting blocks. I'll tell you what though, post COVID, like when I was, when I was working in Manhattan for a few months, I had to take the train into the city every day. Mm-hmm. Like there's the subways like Cuddy again in New York. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> punched in the face. Yeah. Like Jacob's yeah. ladder and shit. You're like, what you know, the especially fuck? like the, the A train in the morning. Like, I, I so one time I saw where like like two thirds of the car was like closed off by like three homeless dudes and they were using mm-hmm. as a gym and they were like really getting it the fuck in like they needed to like scary yeah. level like ripped like whoa these are like, it's like more like Ninja Turtle shit right yeah. Yeah. and then another time on the A train like a third of the car was blocked off and these motherfuckers had one of those little hibachi things and they were they were drilling hot dogs two homeless dudes and this, this homeless chick and like I don't know how yeah. you know like uh, this dude puts it in your Adam, mouth. This dude was at Adams yesterday, our homie Ben. Um, he was like, "Yo, th- th- this bar, like I was at with him the other week." He was like, "Yo, when we left, there was like a dude chasing people around with a machete." Like nice. down, downtown yeah. Manhattan is like is is weird now too. It's back, it's back, baby, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Well, in in SF, in Mid-town. SF, like there there's a there's a train system that goes all through the Bay Area. It's called BART. Yeah, the right? Bar, bar, bar. And, and you can do. Dude, I when I went um, last time, which was during COVID, it was like it was kind of during 2020, and all of a sudden, like it was looking real Jacob's Laddery, you know what I mean, like real yeah. scary on there. And like all of a sudden, I see this dude. I swear to God, man, he had a he had a little you know prescription bottle and shit, and he was just shoveling blow. I'm assuming out of the out of that thing, just shoveling that shit down. Whoa. And he turned around and he just held it out to me, and I was like. Good man, like you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm like, like motherfuckers puking on it because we yeah. had to take the bar a few times because uh, my mother-in-law lives like at like one of the last stops, but I wanted to stay in the city proper and not in this like shitty town. Yeah, um, so we were taking the bar, and literally the the least the least amount of danger you can be in is just some helpless drug addict throwing up everywhere but otherwise minding his business well and 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 also the reason sf like i i mean i can't say that it's the reason because sf's always been a shithole it's like it's now like it's now way more feudal that i would say than it was then like you have like certain pockets that are like especially where the new warrior stadium is it's like super fucking apple story around there and stuff and then but then like you'll literally see like human shit around the corner you're like yeah totally and and uh so this guy uh, they elected like a dirtbag leftist as the DA, 
essentially is oh, it chessa I, chessa I, bodine or whatever chessa Ch something it's like literally just a lot like every all the a cab shit you see it's this guy i mean like he's that type of guy and now yeah. you have the shoplifting thing where you can literally steal up to nine hundred dollars worth of shit yeah like yep. and and it's like all good you know what i mean like and like i there's videos you'll see a guy not even stealing like shit out of the thing he'll go to walgreens and he'll take the key to unlock the cody and just be like what's going on how you doing man yeah yeah, yeah i'll take that Bro. and then walk out like it's like Okay, I don't know what they're trying to do. I think they're trying to. I, my conspiracy thing is I'm smart city pilled, so I think that this is just allowing cities to just become like Gotham and Dude, let them totally. I know exactly what it is. So you can reset it. Yeah. Well, they want to make cities uninhabitable. Exactly. So by the time, so every single time they need to lock down and push people inside. It's fine because people are too afraid to go outside anyway. Yeah, you're only yeah. safe in your pod, man. You're only safe yeah. in your pod. That's, That's yeah, like exactly. hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, shit, man. I know you guys got other stuff to do today. So I think that, I think that's good. But, uh, um, where, where do you go? Oh, do you left? But, uh, the restroom really. Oh, cool. right on. Okay, cool. Yeah. That was good. Shit, man. That was fucking fun, dude. Yeah. That was awesome. We don't talk about rap at all. And like, I, like I'm back in, I'm the same way what Zach said. Like I yeah. take years off of it, like years off of it where I'm like, ah, it's not for me. I'll just go back on like classic rock. I'll like go into like beef hard again. I'm like, oh fuck, yeah. roll into that shit. And then I'll, out of yeah. nowhere I'll hear, I'll hear like not even like a song that I liked, but on like the throwback station out here, I'll hear like some ice cube and I'm like, fuck dude, I need to go back to like, go mm -hmm. back. Yeah, to it's kind of like, um, like I, I'm a soul seek, we're all soul seek heads. So I just like go on these deep psyop soul seek excavations <laughs> finding like the weirdest shit that i could find but yeah. like when everybody hangs out like rap is what's on you absolutely it's Yo, universal what happened with me or soul i was i started working at, like i was saying i was riding the train <laughs> in manhattan and i was uh I, i've always been like obsessed with midtown you know mm -hmm. and uh it's got like midtown's like the one that's like the craziest since covid it's like an open like zombie zone now damn so i would i would walk through it to get to uptown like uh every day like five times a week like through like 40 blocks in each direction and uh just like being around these like huge buildings and like it's like it's like like if you're like walking through like like things that are built out of samples like you see all these ads and shit and different shapes yeah. and textures and like so i just started like you get into the rhythm in new york not to sound like super corny but i was mm -hmm. like whoa this is like i just started listening to hip-hop again like a lot naturally sure, i think yeah. also too because like there's like a lot of stress from like being in the in the city all the time it's like, yo, that, that shit is like, it, that's really like this very New York, you know? So I, I just fell back into this, like, listening to him. But you know what it was too? I think it was uh, when Alex was here, when we had, like, we had, we had that whole crew when we were out, we were on the train, we were talking oh, about- Oh yeah, yeah, by the way, he just mentioned Alex, Hard mm -hmm. Alex Hardashnikov is our friend and an amazing artist and the painter of the book cover. Oh, uh, super cool, yeah. yeah. Ooh, I love, yeah, I love that it. I think yeah. it's fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good advertisement for him. Yeah, yeah. We we're, were on the train, and and Adam said some shit about about the infamous Mob Deep, and and like right at the same time, both me and him were like, "Yo, that was like our high school soundtrack," you know. And I was just like, it hit me. It's like, yo, like, because uh, you think about like different like countercultures, countercultures. I'm saying, which I don't think hip hop actually is. Hip hop is like actually culture. Like you meet people who are like. We're into like this kind of music or like thing, and you're like, okay, we have like a common connection. But like when people still like of, especially like in like in their 30s and stuff, it's like 
everyone even if you didn't like it like mm-hmm. hip-hop was like it was on the shit was on tv like that sure. shit was in like the car of someone you went to school with mm-hmm. so it was like that it was always like like he was saying like people are people hang out it's like it's hangout music it's like yeah. common music you know so it just really hit me on this thing too it's like damn that's like really like historically like i i grew up with a lot of this so i just started really like kind of going back into it hard like unconsciously I mean, just and like um there's very few stylistic innovations or formal innovations that totally change history mm-hmm. and what's crazy about the golden age of hip-hop as we now call it is that these guys weren't just like hitting creative highs because lots of artists have, I'm on a creative high right now. Right. But there's like major limits to, to the audiences that I'll be able to reach. But All the right. guys in hip hop knew that they were creating something that was going to reverberate throughout the entire world and totally yeah. change everything being yeah. a part. And that's like, I got asked the other day, um, like how I like being connected to this internet thing. And I was like, you know, it's okay. Uh, I got some opportunities. Yo, I just want to say it. he got asked by drug cult gang. I'm giving, I'm giving that slime a shout out. What, what up, what up, drug cult gang? Oh yeah, I follow that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah what, cool. what up, Bill Dunn? What up? Um, and what I said was, you know, I'm very much like one foot in and one foot out because at the end of the day, I as pretentious as it sounds, I consider myself an artist, not so much like an internet personality. Right, I right, want right. my yeah. work to like outlive however long this thing lasts. But what I am interested in is what Wu-Tang did better than everyone is when you have um, all these disparate parts, you know, I do my thing, Zach has his thing, our other friends right. have their thing, all these different talents and like ways of thinking. But like, as a collective or a crew or whatever, people find us all the more fascinating and like how our ideas bounce off one another and coalesce. It's that same thing about collage. And what I am really interested in again these days is finding people whose work you're interested in that you relate to on a friendship and like a personal level and being able to like create something bigger than like the, 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 the isolated so much, yeah, selves, yeah, yeah. you know, like that sort of collective energy, I mm-hmm. think is like kind of having a comeback again, right? Absolutely. Now. Um, especially cause like, you know, I was just down in Nashville for this concert that a friend of ours put together and it had just like such a good vibe to it. Mm-hmm. And it felt like another universe. And I really just think like, you know, it's interesting to see that there's like micro communities forming once again absolutely you know what i mean and like new ideas are are getting done it's both a horrible time to be alive but also kind of like an interesting time to to look at so you're telling me that the covid scold libs are not in fact creating an artistic renaissance in the 21st century (laughs) interesting you're telling me this for the first time yeah (laughs) i mean you can't create anything interesting if you're fundamentally clinging to a mass delusion. No, that's not true. I, that's no, I, anything interesting that I've ever been, it's all about just clinging to a mass delusion. And and I can't <laughs> because, because it's just like, look, I don't, they used I, to make good art. Look, I don't, I, I'm not going to get into to, to, to this. It's, 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 it's just, they're just, it's just low IQ classes that are now like being grouped into different. Things, that's probably true. You know, word, um, word. Yeah. You know, like, uh, 
uh, um, uh, like with what Adam was just saying, like, um, yeah, like I, I'm kind of like real, like retarded, like Sigma male about some shit. And I don't, I don't like trust Cruz as much hundred percent, but right. that being said, I'm not, I'm not shitting on what he said at all. Um, yeah. Because no, it is true. Every like, crew needs and, a member like that, by the way. Yeah, th- yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm always someone who believes in like collaboration and ongoing collaborations yeah. with like people that yeah. you respect and who think things you should, even if like and things you just like. Well, they're doing something dope. Like, like this this older dude, this older dude who who hit me up was like, yo, like he was like he was talking about Beanstalk, and he was like, yo, I don't really even understand his shit but i can like kind of tell it's dope and i'm like too old to get it and i was like yeah me too me too that's why i respect a lot of this <laughs> that's shit my like, guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i'm like yeah. i don't fully like but it's like no like you see some hot shit like you don't just run with it to like it's just like yo like i i, I think they're they're doing some shit but like the best shit does come when like i will say that like they're you feel like there, there's been a lack of like just uh People don't collaborate as much anymore. They just all take each other's ideas and, mm, and, and like facts. run with it, and they argue about this. Like, they, like, like they argue about it like on Twitter or on, or on different things instead of just like groups of people getting together and like even yeah. just like shooting the shit about anything and then being like, whoa, like it's like yo, it's like five percent style. It's like yo, we were building, we were building all day. Yeah. Like we're, we're we're building something. We're building our own shit. 100%. We're building something together. You know, so like beautiful. I. I, I I, I I'm like I, like again I'm 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 an old fag you know what I mean so I don't I, I've I've been like a part of like a lot of things and like I like seen them get fucked up and like been the reason some of them got fucked up not been the reason some of them got fucked up so I yeah I, I stay in like the Sigma corner but like I I I, I rep it the first know? time I Zach and I met years a decade before we became friends was at the 2009 No Fun Festival in brooklyn yeah. the last right. big annual noise festival when noise was having it's like crossover moment uh-huh and my brother and i were absolutely shitty wasted and we had uh the first night we got kicked out of the show the second night my brother lost his high school graduation ring and he's like a real sensitive guy so he was like crying <laughs> and shit about the ring all fucked up and then we met Zach at some point. I have like no recollection Yo, so, of this. So check this out. He was he was he was talking about that, and I was like, "Yo, I think I met you too." Because um, I, I re- so I remember there was like these two kids uh, out in front of the No Fun Fest, and they, they were trying to get at Thurston Moore. I was like, "Yo, were you trying to get at Thurston?" And he was like, "Yeah, we had gotten kicked out." And I was like, "Exactly." And I came over and I was like, "Yo, like, what's?" I heard you guys say you got kicked out. And I was like, "Yo, what's good?" Like. What happened? Like, not, not on some dickhead shit, but like, yo, what's good? What happened? Yeah, yeah. And they were like, oh, we got kicked up. I was like, so, so where are you two from? Because I could tell they were a little bit younger, you know? Uh-huh. And they were like, yeah. oh, we're from Massachusetts. I was like, oh, shit, from where? And from Cape Cod. And I was like, yo, son, like, stop it. Stop it. And we grew up like a town apart. <laughs> yeah, and, and oh, so, damn. That's fine. I was like, I was like, you know, I, I play in this band called, called Lambsburg, and the drummer's also from Cape Cod. And he was like, yo, I'm into your shit, but I had no idea you guys were Yeah, I didn't know that was you. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I was telling, some homies last night like yo when he said he was from there i was like oh like yo him and his brother had like beach style like yeah. i was like yo these dudes i was wearing a half japanese t-shirt too. yeah i was yeah, like yo yeah, these, yeah. these dudes hang out at the beach i can tell like i was like this is a vibe like i'm, mm. I'm way into this so yeah i i had met him like way, way before i guess he didn't you don't even remember it which yeah, is yeah 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 like, yeah and then it circles back around though is like when you do start getting your work uh, out there 
you do end up becoming like friends or pals with people whose work you're really into. That's but apparently, crazy. not only did I know Zach's work, I also had met him when I was fucking shitty drunk at 2009 <laughs> No Fun Fest. I mean, uh, I, never, I, I don't run into people at, at, I've never ever run into someone else at a gig that I didn't know who was like, yeah, I'm from, I'm from the town next to yours. Yeah. So, that, yeah. that, that like always stuck in my head. Oh, and right after that, my brother and I beat the fucking piss out of each other in the streets of fucking Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Because yeah. finally I was said to my brother, and this is like all I have is just like the blows being thrown, like just scattered images. But I remember at some point, I was just sick of my brother bitching about his high school ring. I'm like, motherfucker, they sell <laughs> them on the goddamn website. You can just order another one. And yeah. he's like, Fuck you, you faggot! <laughs> and he just charges at me in the street and right hooked me with everything he had. Oh, shit. Next thing I know, we're rolling around and clobbering each other. Basically. Woke up the next morning and there were blood all over the fuck. <laughs> my uncle's goddamn apartment. Shit was nice. you know, the, the, the homies and uh, Emeralds and then this dude, Joe Reglani, their whole van, all their gear got stolen that night. Like... Mm. Uh, like fifteen thousand dollars worth of like synths and pedals and shit. Like they actually, they they had a move too that they were borrowing from from my, my homie Shane that I was in a band with. That like, but like someone someone robbed their whole shit and like I remember they came up to me. And they were like, "Yo, we don't want to sound fucked up. Like we're not saying you didn't do it. We know you know like fucked up people in the hood. Like have you heard anything? Because like who the fuck takes like vintage synths, especially in like two thousand eight? This is like yeah, yeah. Like, in, in the fucking hood. Like yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. So, Great gigs that yeah. night. Big so, Tomita fan, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I thought for sure, like maybe like a few weeks after they left, someone was gonna be on some like yo, like trying to sell them the stores at least, like music stores, yeah. and they never popped up. That's some weird. I, I, I got, I got some theories about like you know like people started making techno and shit right after that. Like, like, like I'm, I'm not built on stolen equipment. I'm not gonna say no names. But there's a dude. Remember Sonic Youth got got their shit stolen too. Yeah. yeah. There's a dude from New Jersey who who started some shit a little bit after that, and I think he's got some of the same gear. So we're putting Damn. that on the public now. We know, we know. I, I where know. it all started. We got I, your it was number. Any of you. It was any of you. Yeah. No I, questions I asked. Yeah. 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 Toll free you know number, good. call you know, it. You know yeah. I'm talking to you, right? All right. Tweet you know at us. Good. Tweet at yeah. us. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no tweets. No nope. tweets. Right. No. Never mind. no tweets. Don't do no. it. Just street, not tweets. You guys yeah. have all said exactly where you live and where you are, so no problem. They'll everyone yes, will return. it'll be on your doorstep tomorrow. We're sure. very powerful. Look, some some dude on social media a few months ago. I you remember the kid's name, I don't, but the kid who was like a sociopath that was like came after you and it came at me and was the meme guy. Yeah, it's like some meme dude, right? Oh, and he boy. was like, just like coming at me like crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, anyone can get caught in like a stupid social media argument. But again, like I'm, I'm like a little bit old. So I was about to just be like, yo, dude, this is like my, my address. Just like come through and like, we oh, I know what you're talking about. No, like, no, no. Before we get <laughs> off, this is good, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my most like deranged haters no no not, <laughs> i shouldn't say not one he is the most yeah this kid was fucking <laughs> so fucking um what's his face um Aloizo. why you not you don't even gotta go there don't, right, don't, so don't say that no name face that don't they say love that him. name yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Bad, but he was bad, um but he was 
uh, he, memeing about me. Yeah, he's, and he's right. Zach like That's stepped up to the plate to just like fucking hate back, so I, I didn't have to do anything. No, I didn't. I just had like, dropped one comment too, just probably like the fuck. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, you. yeah. You're like, fuck but this off, guy, you know? this other guy, was like a simp of the guy that was talking shit about me. Mm-hmm. So from there, he started sending me death threats. Yeah. Then he sent Zach some death threats. Then nope. he sent my editor some death well, threats. Not, uh, not flippy editor, of course. He just kept being like, well, what's your politics? And I was just like, extreme, like, gay, like, national socialist. <laughs> national socialist. <laughs> Shit like that. And he was like, no, but what is it really? And I was just like, so then he started being like, yo, like, if you don't tell me, like, I'm gonna, he was like, I'm gonna find out where you work. And like, it was like this crazy, I was like, yo, this is how like little kids think now, right? So I was gonna be like, yo, like, well, you could come through and we could do this, right? But then I was like, really about to type my address. And I was like, whoa, yeah, this is the type of kid who will like, he'll like send a bomb or like, yeah, like, burn like, your house yeah, burn, or like, come kill my pets. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, well, this is like some next Animal level. Attraction shit, yeah. And he's an Antifa. So like, oh, those guys are mad, like, fire based. starter type. Yeah, yeah he was big. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, all right, yeah. Okay, so so I got I have my Asian landlord coming to fix something in my bathroom. I did not want to do it while we were recording the Mindcomp podcast. Obviously, yeah, uh, they might have thought it was based. Honestly, uh, Asians are yeah, uh, wild yo, card. It, yeah, it, <laughs> Malcomp, dude. Yeah. It's like it's like we were Japan saying, was an ally. Yeah, that's what we were saying last night. Mexicans are like the, the biggest wig mats ever. Yes. For some reason, like Mexicans are like full on like. Like they they love like Hitler and shit so much. It, they do really, but like Asians, especially Japanese. I bet the Chinese get fucking down too because they're into totalitarianism. Absolutely. I'm not gonna speak for well, it. They just respect I mean, it. It, it yeah. is funny to me. There was like I saw. I didn't watch it, but I saw a headline that Jacobin did a video. Why is the why are Asians moving to the right? And it's like, what do you mean moving? People yeah, have there. different politics. Just fuck off. Yeah, not yeah. everybody thinks yeah, like you yeah. do. I know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not every not everybody has no, a word stop count. Asian hate. Yeah. Stop Asian hate. I mean, there is that I'm movie. That. Yeah, stop Did Asian you ever hate. See, I like um, that movie. Well, then don't Last... raise my rent. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's that movie, The Act of Killing, which was about the guys who committed genocide of the Indonesian communists. And it has them like describe their acts of violence and and crimes and shit. That's a crazy movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, shit. Okay. Safety propaganda. I don't even remember. It's like safety propaganda one. Is that your handle? I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Buy the book. Number one. Buy the book. Communions. Um, what's it, where's the best place to buy it from? Um, Hyperadeanpress.com. Oh, I'll link it. In there. Um, but it's also available on all the other booksellers. Sure. And it'll yeah. be in stores soon. Absolutely. Zach, what do you got? You got anything to promote or are you just old school? You just, you just come find uh, me? No, I don't got anything specific at the moment. Like I, I don't, I don't use social media or anything like that. Um, You've been putting out some tapes. Yeah. I was going to say, if anyone like want, if anyone wants to get at me, like get some tapes, like I guess I, I have a sub stack to be honest. Oh, and yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Zach's been That's writing cool. some really good stuff. I, I have a sub we'll link it. Send me the link. Send me the link, Adam. Yeah, we'll just zachdavis.substack.com. Sounds and, good. Uh, so, so yeah, that and like, if anyone wants to get at me, uh, my email is doublebindhotline gmail at gmail doublebindhotline. So like, I'm always doing tapes, that type of shit. So people, fuck yeah, oh, that'll yourself, be sick, man. That'll you know, be sick. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll always get back. All right, bro. All right, guys. guys. Hey, I, I, we'll have to do this again sometime. That was really fun. Of course, yeah. yeah. Thank you, boys. Thanks, man. All right, man. All right, guys. I'm at Glenn Rocky. This is Rare Candy Pod One. See you guys later.